0: Chillin' true. that's why I decided I to murder my mother. Yes. I didn't feel that I had to face what I had done ever. He killed 33
1: times. I'm a king, man. I decide who does what and where they do it at. Okay,
0: so next time you see me, I will shoot you. Don't touch it's it. not are good. Do not mess with it
1: because it's literally
0: perfect where it's not at. not going to touch it.
1: Alright, cool um so we haven't done this in a long time this is gonna be um well first of all i guess uh i should introduce the show uh do that first so welcome to the chilling truth everybody i am Corey, and i'm joined by chris obviously he's here um
0: yes i'm still here
1: still here still uh still still doing the show uh we didn't have an episode last week um, is, we're still getting used to like, Chris's schedule mostly because he's in the army and they don't give a shit if you have anything else to do. And so he kind of got fucked over last week. And then on Saturday he finally got home. Uh, and I was like, dude, just hang out with your family. Like, let's not even worry about it. Like, we'll just, you know what I'm saying? Like, we'll just figure it out next week. So all this research is already done. Are
0: you curious?
1: Yeah. Go ahead and uh, explain what happened. Yeah.
0: What happened? Um, so, being part of a cavalry unit, they have what they call gunnery, and that's where they qualify on their weapons, whatever, whatever. And they strap the guns we, to
1: the horses' heads, right?
0: Exactly. I've never it's been like in a cav unit, so I have means. no idea. No, the cav is lame. Don't even worry about it. However, um, when we get back, we fit like after you know a couple weeks, found out there's a radio missing, which is like the. Ra-
1: Super big deal in the Army. Like, any missing equipment is, like, the end of the world, basically.
0: Oh, yeah. And because, you know, the last documented, you know, sighting of this radio is a month ago. What they decided to do is lock down where I work, which is a motor pool. And so I had to spend about two nights, three days there. um,
1: Like a homeless person.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was pretty much homeless living in a parking lot
1: pretty cool pretty tight um so super sick but you know what dude you can go to college for free and you get good benefits so um good choices
0: but th- that's just, yeah i think that's the only thing that matters
1: <laughs> right uh,
0: Self self-sacrifice
1: so that's why we didn't have an episode uh last week because all that shit went down and um so we're actually what we're doing this week is we're redoing an old episode Um, because as you know we've gone through a uh, few hosts on here and so trying to get everything up to speed now with um, not necessarily going back and redoing all the episodes that Johnny was on because there's like way too many but I think going back and doing the few ones that are peppered in that we've done with other hosts that didn't really work out we're gonna redo some of those which is gonna be what we're doing for the next couple of weeks probably so you're gonna get kind of a little new take maybe some new jokes um, things like that on these episodes and the first one we're doing is Pedro Alonso Lopez which actually was part of our mini episode little series that we were doing um, a while back which I would like to bring back I think it's a cool little it's like a pocket episode you know what I mean it's like a quick little pop, 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 like a quick little one two episode and you guys get a lot of information and then you know you can uh, you can uh, learn a little bit I just got your text. Let me send it. <clears throat> I definitely have already <laughs> sent it to you, but I'm sending it again. Oh. So, yeah, we did this back when uh, Brittany was a host on the show, and ironically, uh, I'm going to do a plug for my other show really quick, if you don't mind. Uh, I'm doing a show no, with, no, Brittany's, uh, with Brittany's husband now, Austin. We're doing a show called Hiding in the Garage, which is a dad podcast. Um, uh, we, we call it a, da- um, a dad podcast for dads. It's repetitive, but I think it's funny. Um... And so, we just started that. We just did our first episode last, uh, this last week. It went out yesterday. And uh, it's about iPads and tablets. And we basically just go through and talk about, you know, if you let your kid use a tablet, like, there's no judgment. But, like, this is how we do it. Like, obviously, we're not professionals. You know, we don't have a degree in child development or anything like that. We just talk about our experience as parents, as fathers, and, um, you know, what we've experienced through the two and three years that we've been... Parents, and so if you are a father or a mother, and you want to go check that out, then definitely do so. And next week we're doing how to deal with difficult relatives and setting boundaries, and uh, that should be
0: <laughs>
1: probably relevant to most millennial parents. <laughs> I think. Oh
0: man, I can't wait.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be really fun. Uh, and if you are a father and you are interested in being on that show, you don't need any type of recording equipment. You can just hop on the show if you want to come on and talk about something. Uh, just shoot me a message on Instagram at How the Dads Show, or follow the show's Instagram at Hiding in the Garage, and you can talk to us there. So let's get back to our show, which is completely different from that show. Um, I just saw your little thing pop up, so now I see that you have the script. <coughs> so this week we're talking about Pedro Alonso Lopez, or the Monster of the Andes. So he was a serial killer who was sentenced for get this a hundred and ten murders but claims to admit it over committed over 300 rapes and murders across Colombia Peru and Ecuador so we are going a little south of the border for this episode
0: <laughs> a little bit of spice
1: a little bit of a little bit of spice for you guys there but no 110 holy shit that's a lot Um that definitely more than any American serial killer has ever done Um it's just an absurd amount of murders I don't see how that's even possible uh, but I mean 300 rapes I don't think that's crazy That's. It's, I mean it's crazy but I don't think it's like unheard yeah, of
0: and any amount of rape is crazy
1: one amount of rape is too many Ooh, but 300 is what? like holy fucking shit how did you how is that even possible
0: Pedro one rape no bueno two rapes very no bueno 300 rapes Oh no! <laughs>
1: you're gonna go to prison. Uh, and prison in like the, the South American prisons, uh, I, I've heard that they're not that they're they're very very bad.
0: Oh yeah, I just like yeah, you're you're getting like pampered in American prison systems compared to like south of the border.
1: Yeah, definitely. Sure. So. Let's do like we do, and let's get into his early childhood really quick. So his father, Midardo Reyes, uh, really helped with fucking his life up. Uh, Lopez's life, not his own. Well, his life was probably fucked up as well if you treated your child this way. But um, this is obviously, you know, this is a pattern we see a lot with, with men who grew up to be serial killers, which is, I think, like 90-something percent of serial killers are men. The women percentage is very small. Uh, but their dads suck. Uh, typically, you never hear about oh, yeah. like a serial killer with like a great father. Um,
0: well, I mean Dahmer's dad was cool because you know he introduced him into the bones and the. Yeah, but
1: he was never around. He wasn't around to spend time with him though. That was the right, issue with Dahmer is he <laughs> was left to his own devices and idle hands are the devil's tools. Uh, and then Gacy, uh, his father just wanted him to be a real man and uh, just basically uh pushed him and pushed him and pushed him and he ended up being gay but hated himself for it so he killed <laughs> boys because he was gay uh and then went on to accept Jesus Christ which is also what Dahmer did so I don't I don't know the 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 checklist for Jesus and if he's like yeah man I mean you killed 33 that's like two over the limit so I'm sorry you can't you can't, you can't be redeemed now oh god I don't know what the the cutoff is but all yeah, of these but... things, um, everything you do has a major effect on your child. Just about, um, especially when they're very young, um, and what they're exposed to can affect them drastically. Uh, and I'm not talking about oh, like yeah. watching violent TV shows or violent video games, because Lopez so shit isn't real. Yeah, exactly. Like you can kill people all day on Grand Theft Auto. I do it all the time, but I don't want to run people over with my actual car. You know what I'm saying? Like you can separate those two things, but. Uh, when Reyes cheated on his wife uh, with a prostitute, he got her pregnant, uh, and guess who this bond was? It was Lopez. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when she was three months pregnant with Lopez, Reyes was killed by a gunshot wound while defending while defending a grocery store. So I don't know if he owned the grocery store or if he was just like a bystander and like had a like wanted to be a hero. I have no idea, but six months later, Lopez was born as seven of thirteen children.
0: Dang, dude! Dude, that's a lot of fucking kids. His mom was pretty shitty prostitute.
1: Yeah, that polo game was very weak. (laughs) So,
0: according maybe she was a really good one.
1: It's all about the experience, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So, according to Lopez, uh, seeing the acts of prostitution while he was growing up really messed with his head. Uh, like I was talking about earlier, this is very common. Henry Henry Lee Lucas had to watch his mom fuck Johns all the time. She would literally force him to watch him and her legless husband uh, were <laughs> forced to watch her fuck these men. That's not. It's not funny. It's yeah, I don't know why we're not. both laughing, but it's just <laughs> I guess he couldn't reach the door handle to like wheel himself out of oh there.
0: God. I don't know Lieutenant Dan. you ain't got no legs
1: Yeah he just couldn't scoot out of there And uh yeah so she would also like Beat him with a stick if he like Turned it like closed his eyes so it was pretty fucked up Oh my god Yeah it's awful so when Lopez was 8 years old He was caught fondling his younger sister And was evicted from the family home So prostitution's cool Cheating is cool But I guess they draw the line at molestation Which I get that's good I'm glad they have some type Of boundaries and morals uh, in the
0: Lopez home. I don't know how it's specified. He was evicted, though. Like, he got a, <laughs> he got a piece of paper. He
1: got, like, a, it was on his door, like, his bedroom door. It's like, you have three days to get it's out. It's a
0: like, summons.
1: Yeah, they have the cops came down. We're like, you gotta leave, son. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> He had to pack all his it's shit. in my hands. Out yeah, of I'm my just hands, doing my sorry. job, son. I'm just doing my job. Uh, so <laughs> now he's eight years old, living on the streets by himself. Um, and after this, he ran off to Bogota, Colombia, uh, which is the capital of Colombia, which is where our um, Pablo Escobar is from. Or no, he's from Medellin, uh, Colombia. I can't remember, we covered him a while back um, and I was so scared to put that episode out because I was like, what if there's still like some Medellin cartel guys up there and we made fun of them and they like oh tracked me down. So yeah, I think we're going to stay away from cartels for a bit. For a little bit. Uh, so he claimed during this time he was picked up by a man, taken to a deserted house and repeatedly sodomized. Um, at age 12 he was taken in by an American family and enrolled into a school for orphans, which sounds like the saddest fucking school. Uh, just a bunch of orphans in a school together. It sounds <laughs> fucking awful. Uh, wasn't it like it's Oliver like Twist's story? Wasn't he like an orphan or something? Yeah, dude, and he uh, like wanted some he was soup? Just,
0: like, in home. Yeah. yeah, Kind of
1: like small. Annie. There was a lot of orphan stuff back then, I guess because a lot of families died in the war. I don't know why yeah, they did yeah. so much orphan Oliver stuff. Oliver
0: Twist. Um, Annie. What's it? Annie.
1: Um Batman. Batman. Batman's not an... Oh, he wasn't... Yeah, but he was rich, so it's, like, totally fine like to be an orphan. Okay,
0: then s- Superman...
1: Does he have parents? Superman? I don't know anything about comic book Well, guys. They,
0: di- they died when his home planet exploded. But right, he's, he's an, he's an
1: illegal alien, I forgot. <laughs> I hate Superman now. <laughs> Send him back to his planet.
0: Send him back. Get him on out the of the here. wall.
1: He's not paying no taxes on them The guys flying around
0: All he does is Cause property damage
1: <laughs> He's not paying any taxes To rebuild it either Fucking Superman yeah,
0: He's taking all the good American superheroes jobs
1: <laughs> The Hulk can't even find a job now Um so
0: Build a wall around the ozone
1: uh, but during this time he was molested by a male teacher uh, and he ran away from home I don't I don't think those I think those are mutually exclusive I don't think him running away from home had anything to do with being molested by the male the male teacher um, yeah. there is yeah, a there is another account though that says he ran off with a teacher so I mean who fucking knows this, this shit is so like hard to document back then um, at 18 he was committing crimes like most serial killers do uh, it's a progression to murder it's a slow build to actually committing murder Uh, but during this time he was mostly stealing cars and selling them to chop shops which is uh, I
0: mean that's not that's not not that bad
1: I mean your car's insured I mean what are you crying about you know like I wish someone would (laughs) steal my car sometimes so I could just pay the fucking thing off
0: (laughs) it's like I was on my way to work and now I can't even go to work
1: I'm carjacked but eventually uh, he was picked up for car theft charges and while in prison um he was uh, claimed to be gang raped by other prisoners. this guy is like um, dude he's just he's like carl pan's he's just got raped a bunch and it sucks that that happened to him but it's like jesus christ dude
0: just like he's like he is the best best good looking guy
1: are they in village. russia they're in south america why did you do a he Russian? Best,
0: he's best looking gay from you know. That's East. racist.
1: You sound like you. You sound like. Um, <laughs>
0: what do I sound like?
1: You sound like the Looney Tunes mouse. That wears the Where's the sombrero? Uh, what's his name?
0: Speedy Gonzalez. That's
1: who you sound like. You racist.
0: <laughs> okay, one. Speedy Gonzalez is Mexican. And. And that's totally different from being Colombian. And two, I'm brown.
1: What's a Colombian accent sound like? Ladies. That's the same thing you just did. Let's move on, huh? Uh, Because it's a good story of revenge. So he later hunted down his rapist and killed the most brutal one uh, while still in prison. And this was Lopez's first murder that we know of. uh, But he was never caught because he was released from prisons. (laughs) I mean... Wait. Yeah, I don't understand. (laughs) They were like, you killed a guy, you're good to go. That's what you needed to do to to get out. You're rehabilitated. Uh, So this is when he started uh, stalking, raping, and killing young girls in Peru. And by 1978, he said he killed over 100. Which is an absurd amount, man. Think of 100 people in your house right now. That's a lot of fucking people. Oh my god. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot of people.
0: They're like... They're like flies.
1: That's don't. They're victims, man. <laughs>
0: oh, no, I'm ta- no, no. I'm talking about like the number of people in in my house. At that point, they would just be like a nuisance. Be so crowded. Yeah, exactly.
1: Man, get out of my house. I don't want you here. Uh, he also claimed he was caught by a native tribe whose children were his top victims. Uh, he was caught trying to do- abduct a nine-year-old girl by the. I have no idea how to say this word. Ayachukos. Thank you. Uh, and was said to be executed by them, uh, buried alive to be exact. But a female American missionary stepped in and convinced them to let him turn himself over to the state police. But <laughs> huh? get this, okay? So not wanting to waste time on, quote, Indian complaints, they let him go. Uh, Yikes. And that's, again, something else we saw with Dahmer, the racism of the police uh, and people of authority of authority let more people get murdered uh, also the homophobia of the police in Milwaukee oh, allowed yeah. Dahmer to continue his killing
0: yeah they were just like oh that's this is weird alright uh, yeah they're, they're like, like
1: this is fucking gay bro let's get <laughs> just get out of here <laughs> these cops are really unprofessional Oh my god So after this he says he moved to Colombia And later Ecuador saying I'm gonna let you read this in your Speedy Gonzalez Accent
0: oh. <clears throat> I like the Girls <laughs> <laughs>
1: I fucking can't with that voice <laughs> Okay go I won't laugh I promise I like the girls in Ecuador
0: <laughs> Oh god Just go on, you read it they are more gentle and trusting, more innocent no I just want to apologize to my family
1: (laughs) it's so fucking bad
0: oh my god the accent's not bad it just seems so racist I'm like <sighs> sweating I'm like I'm, laughing. I'm yeah. so ashamed
1: so a oh slew God. a slew of missing girls started happening in these countries but was said to be the work of slavery or prostitution rings but again was never heavily looked into so there was no evidence suspects or leads uh, before 1980 because that's when a flood washed away a massive grave and police discovered the bodies of four missing girls days later Damn. Carvina Poveda? Pul-
0: Poveda, yeah. Good
1: job. Uh, spotted Lopez trying to leave Plaza Rosa Marketplace with her 12-year-old daughter Maria. Uh, she ha- she and the other townspeople captured Lopez and held him down until the police arrived. That's like, yeah, Richard Ramirez. It's like Richard Ramirez. Um, Yeah, someone on the street recognized him. Uh, he didn't know he was wanted because if you guys haven't seen the doc or read anything about him, he didn't know he was wanted like that. He knew he was wanted, but he was like they had like a sketch of him now and he was out of town because I guess he got needed a vacation from killing and he came back and they recognized this disgusting face uh, and they yeah they Dude. like chased him down and fucking like were like beating the fucking shit out of him and uh yeah he basically like, yeah when the cops got there he was like thank you because they were gonna fucking beat me to death uh, and I wish they would've I really wish they would've
0: yeah, because then, like, you see him in court, and he's trying to be all, you know, badass with his little pentagram hand, and it's like, no, dude.
1: Did he just get your? Die. Yeah, did you just get your ass kicked by like an angry mob? Like not even that long ago. But anyway, uh, so after Lopez was caught, taken by police, he started to tell them about himself and his crimes, and uh, yeah, so go ahead and read that quote there again. Oh
0: my God! Wait, wait a minute.
1: just read it just don't even think about it just read it
0: no because I'm already doing it in Spanish in my head
1: no you have to do it in the English with an accent
0: I lost my innocence at age 8 so I decided to do the same to as many young girls as I could trolling (laughs) village marketplaces for selected targets with a certain look of innocence
1: he also said,
0: "I often follow Thor's families and <laughs> their beautiful blonde daughters."
1: He said he would first rape his victims and then stared into their eyes and strangled them. He claimed he got sexual pleasure from murdering his victims and watching them die. Uh, as we see in most male serial killers, it is a—he's definitely a power control uh, killer.
0: No
1: oh, yeah, he's a—he's a power yeah, control killer for is, sure.
0: Yeah, this is all punishment. <clears throat> this is all punishment and he's well, trying to get in
1: his, people in his fucked up mind, them. he's getting back at people who attacked him, which is similar to what Carl Panzram did by raping a bunch of men and basically being a one man apocalypse as he called himself. So it's strikingly similar to that, except Carl Panzram targeted other grown men and boys not young girls because he was yeah. gay.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think this is like the biggest difference from a lot of other serial killers that we've covered is the lack of hem- homosexuality.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, in recent time, yeah, I mean, the last one we did was um, uh, uh,
0: Randy Stephen Craft.
1: Yeah, and he was super duper gay. So yeah, um, I think uh, I just think he's he's dangerously close to being a Carl Panzram type. Um I think he's less yeah. violent, honestly, um because Carl Panzer is like burning down houses and like robbing banks and like crazy shit like that. this guy was yeah awful, but in I a mean, different kind of awful way yeah
0: there it's it's very much there's no mutilation or there's no you know desecration of a body. it's just
1: well, I mean he st- yeah, I mean, let's not downplay it, you know, like it's really it's really no. fucked up, you like know, you know it's what I mean. Up
0: it's fucked up but there's no like
1: it's not as uh, violent as a randy steven craft where he was like shoving exactly. sticks up their asses and like glass and their urethras and stuff like that like it's. oh my god Ugh. it's somehow more tame um which is a it's weird just, thing to say about what he's doing
0: <laughs> yeah but he what he lacks in like the the grotesqueness it's he's making up for numbers
1: oh yes definitely the, yeah i totally agree with that i think that um honestly I feel like he would have just kept going like he never would have stopped if he hadn't been if he hadn't been caught so he said he would seek out victims immediately after one another and so his bloodlust was growing more and more so yeah he definitely would not have stopped if he was not caught So he confessed to 300 murders uh, so police were obviously skeptical uh, until he led them to 53 graves. Standing by, Lopez watched as police uncovered the bodies of girls aged 8 to 12 years old. At 28 other sites, unfortunately animals had beat police uh, to the bodies, which I'm sure he was relieved Mm about.
0: Oh yeah, I mean in a way, but he's already confessed, so it's like
1: yeah, but it doesn't matter. I mean, a confession doesn't mean anything if there's no body. Oh,
0: that's true. That's true.
1: But it didn't matter in this case because Lopez was sentenced to life in prison in Ecuador, which is usually a sentence of only 16 years. Um, I don't understand how that works. Uh, uh no but fuck. if if released to the pen, uh if released to Colombia, the penalty for murder is death by firing squad, which is a uh, fucking sick. I mean, uh,
0: it, yeah, it, it's metal as fuck. So is One Man Apocalypse. However, I think it's fucking way too good for this dude.
1: Yeah, no, he deserved deserved way worse than what he got because he uh, is free. Uh, Because Ecuador does not have a death penalty. He served 20 years and was released. Oh, fuck this dude. I mean, he's probably dead by now. You know, he's probably not alive anymore. Hopefully. Uh, Did you type this? uh, Or did I type that
0: a long time ago? No. Uh, I typed it just now.
1: Okay. So you, right. go
0: ahead. Okay, all you freaks and ghouls out there. That was our episode on I Pedro don't like Alonso this. Lopez. When
1: you said you wanted to do the outro, I didn't know this is what you meant. I didn't know this is what you had planned. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess all if right. you want to finish it out, I mean.
0: All right, um,
1: do you feel good about doing right. finishing it out with this? Yeah. Okay.
0: Alright, so. All right, everybody. So that was...
1: Pedro oh, you're not going to do...
0: Lopez. You're not going to do the voice? Oh, oh, my God. All right. One minute. Uh, vale, mujeres y hombres. <laughs> this was our episode on Pedro Alonso Lopez. The... You
1: sound like Ricky Ricardo.
0: He was Cuban. Oh, God damn it.
1: Just... <sighs> Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode on Pedro Alonzo Lopez. It's a short episode. It's kind of what we were going for, though. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, as always, please go leave us a five star review on iTunes. We appreciate that so much. Uh, follow the show at the Chilling Truth Podcast. Follow me at How the Dads Chill. Uh, Chris does not have social media, so you can't follow him on anything. Um, we have some new stickers that I made, I'm going to put up on the Redbubble. Uh, a site you guys can go order from those. I think they're like a twenty-five or something like that. Um, and we get like a very small percentage. So if you want to go uh, buy some of those, that would be really cool. I'm going to post them on the Instagram soon. And we will be back next week uh, with another episode. So thank you guys, and we will catch you on the Flippity Flip. Later. Peace.